0: Well howdy, welcome back. Welcome from a thawing Lone Star State. It's been frozen the last seven days here. Hope everyone is warm and safe and dry and all that fun stuff. This last week's been pretty tough y'all, but uh, from the feedback we've been getting, this thing the coaches lounge has provided quite a bit of relief we've got multiple accounts of guys going and women actually going you know hey we've got busted pipes or we've got a bunch of people at our house or we're standing in line to get into a grocery store and i'm listening to this podcast and it's helping pass the time and make things not so crazy and there is not a better compliment that coach flanagan and i and quite frankly our guests can receive than somebody using our podcast to help them through a trying time so for you guys our thoughts are with you and thank you for letting us be part of the process to help you get back on track it's not something that is lost on us at all this episode was recorded with the coaching staff from west orange stark if you're not familiar with them and anybody outside of Texas that's a very high possibility they are the winniest program in Texas history based on winning percentage they have a very rich history and with that there is a long long list of stories that they were ready to tell and talk about and there was some really great stuff on there if you happen to listen to us on apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star rating and review that is so much appreciated the more the merrier thank you and if we hit a hundred reviews we're gonna release a bonus episode. Also, we're on Spotify, Podbean, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. If you happen to be one of our Patreons, then this episode, you're hearing it early, uh, along with the other option of hearing the uncut version of this conversation. We sat down for a long time and talked to these guys. We had to edit it down, but if you're one of our patrons and you wanted to hear the uncut version, that is available on there as well for any of our patrons. That's just one of the perks. There's lots. So go on there and check it out see if that's something you're interested in. With that being said, sit back and enjoy episode six with the West Orange Stark coaching staff, and it is entitled Two Indians and an Iguana. Welcome to the Coach's Lounge Podcast. Dedicated to the experiences from the real coaches' offices around the country, these are the great stories we love to share and hear
1: from the gridiron, court, and
0: fields across America. Now, join coaches Kevin Flanagan and Matt Marshall as they open the lounge. Now, well, welcome back, everybody. The coaches' lounge is back open. Coach Plan, welcome back. Doors are doors are opened up. We turn the lights back on. Got some. Uh, Absolutely. I know I need to get a better vocabulary. I am. Obviously, I'm not a very bright person. We know that ahead of time, but I keep using the word legendary and every time it applies, but there needs to be another, another term to use because this, I don't want to keep crying wolf. This truly is a legendary group of guys that we're with right here.
2: Different level, different, different level. Yeah. Like sure.
0: Elite. The, the, we call it, yep. we can call this the elite. No doubt. This group right here, the elite, the best of the best. Um, I've been really excited for this one. we've had this one circled on the calendar, but just really quick. I, I wanted to say, thank you. Uh, I don't want to speak for you coach, but the feedback that we've been getting on these things has been insane. I think to say um, some of the feed it, it's, it's way more than we expected starting this thing. It was just kind of a hobby, you know? Um, and um, the feedback has been tremendous. The support, the sharing, the listening we've even with our, our, uh, you know, our, our Patreon, People started donating, which we're not in it for that, but it's very much appreciated. It does cost some money. Um, but you know, the social media, the email where we, uh, uh, by the way, you email us, uh, if you've got questions or, you know, stuff that you, you, you want to hear or people that you know at, at realcoachlounge at gmail.com. Um, this kind of thing just was just kind of a, Hey, something to think about. I see, I sent you a text and I said, coach, uh, something to think about. How about, listening to coaches tell stories, and you said, I said, that'd be a good podcast for you to do. And you said, yeah, that's going to be a great podcast for us to do. And, <laughs> and it pretty much told me I was doing it, and I'm, I'm glad he did because now I'll, I get to meet all these amazing people. And I I mean, your wealth of of network is very deep. You know, you've coached what, 73, 74 years, something like that. Just so, under I mean, that. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know a lot of guys. I'm brand new to the game. I don't know. So I love walking into a room like this where there is – High school coaching royalty in the state of Texas, and it's it's really interesting because I love not knowing these guys and then getting to know them as we listen to this and get through it. But the feedback has been tremendous. And what's some of the stuff you've been hearing?
2: Well, what I've heard is you know from other coaches and and non coaches alike. Obviously, there's a. Uh, I mean, I, I I can't tell how many times I've heard people say they're they, they're riding in the car listening to this thing and peeing their pants. is I've heard that multiple times. I don't know how that happened, but. <laughs> guys just laughing and, and ladies and, and it really that's what it's about people understand what the coach's office is they they think uh you sit in here and you're watching film 24 hours a day and, and and certainly you do but these guys are you know spent many many hours of sitting around just telling stories and laughing and relationships and so people are understanding that it gives them a firsthand uh, it gives them a seat right here in the in the coach's office and so it uh people understand that coaches are real people and Uh, Some of the best personalities in the world. So the feedback I've got is unbelievable. Everybody just really loves it. And uh, I go back and listen to them. And I'm just, that's one of the biggest things about having the podcast is to archive some of these great stories that we've heard and from firsthand. And and so I'm excited. We started talking about doing a podcast and doing this. This is the group right here that came to my mind first and foremost, without a doubt.
0: And, you know, it's always a good idea, you know, and with me not knowing the coaching community like you do, um, when we, we, when somebody says, Hey, who do you guys going to have on this thing next? And we, we say this guy or this guy, y'all's names came up and you get the reaction. Oh, that's going to be a good one. That's exact. that's gold for our Brian. ears. So we're really excited to have this. Um, maybe we should let the people know who we're talking about. I might be, might be yeah. a little bit helpful, yeah. right? Let's do it. Cause we got, we got a whole crew in here.
2: Absolutely. This is, uh, this is, this is better than expected right here. So when we started, you know, we had one or two and, um, and it's just gotten better and better. So I, I will preface this. And so as we're driving into town while we go, we're talking about the history just of this town. We're at West Orange Stark High School, uh, Southeast Texas. And so we've got, uh, which is the winningest, winningest. Uh say that again. Winning, say that three winning, times fast. Winning it, winning it, winningest. Yeah. It he keeps, has a hard
0: time with further
2: too. You well, know. He, he only
0: puts one R in everything is further.
2: Yeah. Well, the winningest uh football program in the state of Texas based on uh win percentage. And uh there, that, that says a lot right there. And uh there's only been three head coaches at West Orange Stark High School believe that's correct and we're with yeah. two of them right here and uh so i'm going to i'm going to start with the the i, I don't want to say grandfather of it all but i'm going to say the guy that is is legendary the stadium named after you coach and so dan ray hooks uh is here and and again whenever we talked about doing this people said that's the guy that you you got to have and so coach appreciate you taking some time to be here
3: well, it's an honor to me. I I uh, told a guy the other day said, "Hey, they name the stadium after you." I said, "That's a heck of a deal because usually you're dead when that happens." <laughs> and, uh, at least I, I'm alive to look at it, and uh, I think that's a great honor to be, to, for, for the school to do that.
2: And then uh, Coach Thompson, Cornell Thompson, and I should say that that Dan is one plate or as the head coach coached in four state championships here, one, two and uh cornell was on the staff for for every one of those Mm -hmm. and then when when dan finally when you finally retired cornell took over took the helms and just kept rolling and and as a head coach now uh you've taken them to four state championships Mm -hmm. also and one two also Mm -hmm. and so uh it just it just keeps going and so appreciate you coach being here thank
4: you thank you very much of course this is my 50th year and everybody asked me how much longer am I going to go and I said well I'm like doc holiday on tombstone I'm in my prime so
2: I'm enjoying yeah, what I'm doing right. so yeah that's right I'm going to keep rolling <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah. and then we've also got Mark Foreman here and and Mark has been here for for many of those state championships and uh man just a a, a one of the great people in southeast texas and uh been a head coach and uh from this area from Orangefield yeah. and so uh, Certainly knows a lot of the great stories, but more more important, Mark, I mean, you've impacted so many young men and as all these guys have.
1: And so appreciate you being here. Well, I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, uh, Cornell was he's as a head coach, been in four state championship games and won 2 Dan's been in four and. And one, two, and I, I took a team to Hampshire one time and played. And uh, uh, that's about <laughs> the extent that's that's where I'm at. I took a couple of my teams to, you know, I think we went to Livingston one time. In so. <clears throat> now, wait a minute. Let
0: me, let me get this straight. I want to make sure I didn't hear this right. Y'all are the only three coaches this school has had in how long?
2: Well, two. Two. And uh, Steve, McCarty McCar- was the, Steve McCarty was prior. Right. And then Coach Hooks came in as the head coach afterwards, and then uh, Coach Thompson, and then Mark's been on the staff many times. uh, Or through those, uh, how many years did you
1: coach at West Orange? 25. 25, three different times. Three different
2: times. They I did brought three him back tours three
1: in, I three I did three tours. I believe in, he holds way. a record. So I'm going to come back Co- to
2: that, but I want to make sure I'm not letting I, I'm not letting the other guy here get off. Yeah, he's just off. trying yeah. to scoot yeah. back and just
0: hide into the wall, and he yeah. doesn't want no part of this. Yeah, yeah.
2: so he's going to jump in, but he's we got – low-key trying uh, to I didn't expect, but Barry Norton's here also, and Barry's the head coach um, at Texarkana High, won a state championship on the Texas side and then moved across – to the arkansas side but also coached here at west orange stark with these guys and and again it's kind of that uh, you open the doors and sometimes riffraff comes in and then sometimes you get guys like this that roll in so uh pretty pretty honored to have him here so barry appreciate you jumping on board too
5: i appreciate it. i didn't plan i just came to listen to stories again uh i, I tell you I, i've had been ahead 22 years now and and uh, I don't know in those 22 years if there's been a day that will go by that I haven't said something about West Orange. You guys have got three great ones. Uh, y'all don't want to hear my stories, but we I'm telling four. you. i have got four. Don't uh, not I'm do it telling it you not Make sure you check us out on social media, Twitter,
0: Instagram, Facebook, all the same. At Real Coach Lounge. Let me say that again. At Real Coach Lounge. Hook up with us. Let us know on Facebook you're there. Let's start a chat. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, questions, things you want to hear, things you don't want to hear, all that fun stuff. This is a podcast for everybody. We just happen to be sitting in the lucky seats, asking the questions and enjoying the laughs, but you guys are the ones that this is for. Join us on social media and let's all enjoy this fun ride together. Now, I got a question for you. Have you ever noticed him walking in circles? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I'm I'm looking at I wonder if he's a little bit off balance because the look of the size of this freaking ring on his hand right yeah. here, I'm surprised he he doesn't have a hard time walking a straight straight line. It might it might just kinda of make him deviate. Yeah. Coach, what in the hell size ring is that? No. Yeah.
4: That's a big. Is that a state championship ring? That, that is the 500th when we uh winners program ring. It's got all the state championships on the side and the finalists on one side. And We need so, to
0: take a picture of this and put this on, on yeah. social media. Yeah.
5: i got
4: my name article. on it. So if, yeah. I, if I get in a wreck or something,
1: tear my head off, then no more. <laughs> ring would this thing
5: is
0: huge and it's yeah that, heavy. that's
1: that's the winningest all-time all-time winningest program this is more ring. than a state championship that's, ring. ring this is this, this, that's, this isn't yeah there those different that's a that's different, that's a different level.
2: right yeah. when you when you win as many state championships as these guys you get pretty good at designing the rings and then when you <laughs> have that one you get the granddaddy <laughs> of them all in that deal so that, i mean that
0: literally looks like you've got like a small vase on your finger I
4: mean, that's <laughs> kind of gaudy it looks like a set of brass nuts I mean, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, like you should be in a rap video or something. You, you got the going.
4: Well,
1: uh, after we won, after we won that second one, when I was here. Uh, we, we got talking about design a ring and, and I, I, I told Dan Ray, I said, look, I want something where we can stand in the middle of Mustang Stadium, hold our hand up and they can see it out on Interstate 10. And I think that's what we got.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you need to hold it up so the fans in the stadium yeah. can see yeah, it because well, they forgot you just wanted it. Exactly. They Coach, we were in Beaumont driving in. He had to put
0: his sunglasses on. I thought it was the sun. I think it might have been that rain. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. The the funny thing is, the coach looks. I I told you this when we were coming. When we walked in, everybody we've talked to has said there is nobody else that that can tell a story better than you. And also, those are the two things. That's one thing, and the other thing, and we got we got guys biting their tongue already, which that's that's music to our ears already. But the other thing is how. Awesome, and how much fun people had coaching for you six days out of the week. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, that yeah I you say you better clarify up over that. Time, that, that 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 six six days of the week you are. It's country club. It's fun. It's it's the best. It's and then that seventh day. You've probably been fired a couple times and and then and then uh at the end of the day you're not sure if you're supposed to come back for day one again that next week. And and, and then you go, uh and, and is that is that true or is that these guys making up and they're being soft?
3: Oh, they they're just soft, they can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> when we were playing in uh Aldine Stadium one night against who was it, Henderson? Donald had, Donald, huh? Donald, Henderson had a great linebacker. That we went for four quarters and they blocked him yet. And I was Barry, I said, Barry. Was it would Sam you just, Houston,
4: I believe? Wherever. Yeah. Yeah. I said,
3: would you please have somebody hold the some guy? Because we <laughs> sure can't slow him down. He was a great player. And they didn't have many of them, thank goodness. But uh, yeah, we, we had our differences, but you know, it's all in fun. Eh?
2: <laughs> Mark, you've been. You, you mentioned earlier I've been here three times. I'm wondering. I, I, I immediately went to that because I've heard that story so many times. I'm saying, would well, you get fired three times to just –
1: Oh, three, coming times, three times or one quarter. What are you talking
4: about?
1: <laughs> yeah, <all> how <the laughs> guys <have> been fired <laughs> <the most.
4: As laughs> defensive
1: coordinator. Hey, and, and the thing, the one thing that just that just always just – I didn't understand it a whole lot. Me and Cornell both, because we always be stand there together. And, and all of a sudden, something would happen. I don't, I don't know. Something would happen. And Dan would come down immediately. Well, what happened? Well, what happened? Cornel, <laughs> look at him. Well, you're watching the same game we are. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw what happened. No, we. I've I've been fired lots of times. <laughs> if you had to put a number on it, no, I'm gonna tell you what. What we played, we played French one year. And they had a they had a a, a receiver number eighty one. I don't know his name was, but. It, no, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, we were playing French, and this guy had caught like three passes all year. And... This guy makes catches behind his back, over his head, between his legs. He catches nine passes on Mark Roberts, who I love Mark Roberts, and I felt so bad for him because Dan was firing him and me. And so I'm I'm just sitting there. We're in this together. I will (laughs) promise you, he he had to have fired me at least eight times. Well, nine times because the guy caught nine passes. And um, so I I got fired for every pass that kid caught. I was so glad to get out of French game just to get somebody <laughs> to play fighters because they didn't throw it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just want to play somebody didn't throw it. That let somebody football. else get fired yeah, that way. Somebody now, when you get it.
0: fired, how is that? How is that said to you? Is it? Is well, it like? Is it like a, hey, Just go ahead and pack up your stuff and walk out. Or? <laughs> no, it's what happened. That, that,
4: that's how you got fired. Yeah, you know, and the classic too is he'd ask me, he said, "What happened?" I'd tell him, I said, "Well, you're watching the same game I'm watching." I said, "Well, uh, why did he do that?" I said. Well, i tell you what, he damn sure wasn't coached to do that. As soon as we get him over here, we'll both ask him what he was doing. Yeah. What game are you watching, son? So those are some classics on oh, the side well, I'm going to
1: tell you, that I, the, the, and, and we, but I think the best thing that I ever heard Dan say, we were playing the Astrodome, and I think we were playing Mady Creek and this guy was officiating on our sideline. He wasn't very good, which you know most of them wasn't or <laughs> uh, not. And so, and so we were, we were, and it was close game, and it shouldn't have been a close game. This guy had called about three or four offsides and holding, and so Dan just walked out there, and I was kind of right behind him. And, and he said, uh, he's, man, you gotta realize this is the way I make a living. This is, this is the way I make my money. This is the way I feed my children. You, you're, you're killing me here. You're killing me. He said, what? and he, and asked the guy, he said, what do you do? Well, old guy blowed up real good. He said, I work at NASA. And just that quick, Dan said, well, hell, no wonder we hadn't been to the moon since 1968. <laughs> we, got <people laughs> like see, we got people like you. we got people like you. Hey, what about, what my favorite? Go <laughs> trucks out there all day.
4: The- Happened on the high park one night against a guy. He never even, that guy never changed expressions. Coach Hook's out there barking at him in the middle of him and stuff. He said, Coach, you're going to come this far on the field, require a pair of, sho- uh, a pair of shoulder pads and a helmet. And I said, what? and a did know what to say.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, quick question. Would you like to feel better, sleep better, less anxiety? You want your joints to feel better? If the answer is yes to any of these, or yes to all of them, CBD is the way to go. Now, I know what you're thinking, and it's not the same thing that you grew up being told was bad. It's not that hippie lettuce you always heard about from your parents or your teachers. CBD is a thing called cannabidiol that's what's left when the THC, the stuff that gets you high, is removed. This stuff has tremendous healing and anti-inflammatory properties, along with fighting stress and anxiety. Look, basically, it's all the rest all over the world right now. Now, I know you also see these rinky-dink CBD stores popping up all over the place right now. Trust me when I tell you, you do not want to go to these places to try out CBD. Just like you preach accountability to your players and coaches demand it from your CBD supplier, Level Up CBD is where you get that accountability. How? Well, that's simple. There's a QR code on every one of their products. You simply scan that code with your camera and boom, Level Up will let you know where your product was made, along with where it's been every step of the way, until you start reaping the benefits personally. If that's not accountable, y'all, I don't know what really is. Trust me, after all of these years of me being done with my body, whether as a player, coach, firefighter, doing jujitsu, or just my big brisket back self doing a marathon by the end of the 2021 because Coach Flanagan said I couldn't, my body is a wreck. Enter Level Up CBD. Me personally... I'm a 2,000 milligram citrus guy. I just place a couple drops under the tongue and boom, I'm a new man. Not to mention that thousand milligram lotion on those sore muscles after those long runs, and it don't hurt, fellas. When the missus asks for a massage, use some of that lotion. Get you some bonus points at home if you know what I'm saying. Try it for yourself today. Go to levelup-cbd.com. Let me say it again for the people in the cheap seats: levelup-cbd.com. And when you go, let them know you heard about it in the coaches' lounge.
2: So, people that don't know, we got a lot of non-football coaches oh. and. And different states, but in Texas, uh, football certainly in this area, you can pick your officials. We we'll get together, pick our officials for the game, and you can have a scratch list where you actually scratch the <laughs> the crew that you don't want or the individual, whatever it may be. And so,
0: image for for the for the layperson, a coach can say we want to have a game, but we don't want these certain. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and typically, it's by the crew, so it's a okay. whole crew of five, seven, whatever you use, and you can you can scratch the whole thing coming in and just say, I don't want that particular crew when you're agreeing with the other coach. And so uh, I thought, Dan, they were in Houston one year and kind of a different group of officials over that way, you know, the Houston chapter versus here, and started questioning what happened and found out that the only guy in history that I've ever heard of that the officials – Chapter, Scratch Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never heard of him scratching a
4: coach.
0: <laughs> now, do you, why? How does that I mean? You, you seem so mild-mannered here,
3: Coach. Oh, I, I don't I, – I give him a break, you know, but my goodness. <laughs> we were playing somebody out here one night, and we had a great drive going, took a ball on a two and drove to the end zone got a holding penalty. <laughs> I said, I said, hey, you mean we drove the length of this field and nobody held? And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you should call why out, now? yeah, why now? I said, all I can tell you is don't spend all that money in one store. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the – Yeah, I got a dang holding penalty in the end zone. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Come on. I wish man. I
0: could have gone back in time and just just been on the sidelines just to witness this. Because, I mean, these, these are stories that every – Coach, everybody we've talked to has said, "Just wait
5: till you, just wait till you get to see this guy." Yeah, let me interject some more <laughs> Please, you sir. you didn't want to be on the sideline if you're the secondary coach, which Mark was, or the offensive coordinator, which I was. <laughs> yes, two, two right. work jobs exactly. in Texas. <laughs> two worked jobs in Texas. Well, maybe <laughs> I did because you're getting fired soon. Yeah, there's, yeah. There no no, there's no doubt. <laughs> uh, I, came, I came in '95, and uh, are we open with Thomas Jefferson? They beat, beat, beat the brakes off up. I'm off We threw some touchdown passes. Everything was great. Next week, we're playing Jackson. We're number one. They're number two. We're playing them right out here. It's 38-0 at half. Right before half. We've got the ball. And, I mean, I'm over there, chest all stuck out. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> quiet. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool now. That's yes, right.
0: <laughs> I haven't been fired.
5: We run pitch sweep. week. Hold it. <laughs> we drop back to a little bootleg pass. Hold him. He's beside himself. And I'm like, chick Coach, it's up. We're up 38 <laughs> nothing. And he said, I don't give a damn. He said, right, right, wrong's wrong. They're screwing our kids. And I'm going, gosh, mighty coach. <laughs> so anyway, man. half runs out. Well, they have to They have to come around our way to Houston chapter. Coach always said he wouldn't use the Houston chapter against Jasper, but hell, he used them every year. And <laughs> so here comes Gene Wachowiak. We're up 38 nothing. He's he's ash and gray. I mean, he's like, he's seen a go. Because, you know, he's the number two team in the t- country, and he's getting beat, you know, 38 nothing. So coach meets the official coming off the sideline, of and I've got him by the arm, I'm trying to get him the locker room. And, uh, oh, he goes off. And uh, he told uh, the the he said, you tell that dog in the back when he gets in the van tonight to go home get in the back, because, hey, y'all have a wreck, you'll die. <laughs> About a And then here comes the poor old Gene walking over there, and Dan gets Gene, and he tells me, damn it, Gene, he said, we'll never use the Houston chapter. We'll go to Nervous New Mexico, <laughs> get two iguanas and a, two Indians and an iguana that before we use for again. Yeah. And I about lost it. But now you got to understand, Coach, is, coach has the greatest wit in the world. Uh, it sounds
0: and, like it. But now he
5: wasn't trying to be funny. He was mad no, at the heart. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I, I can tell that story for the rest of my life. It was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, though, I'm laughing as so much good. in the
0: stories as I am this grin that's all over his face. <laughs> like he's taking pride in it. It's true and he is just loving that that this stuff is uh there's not a, a word of 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 lying coming out of this. Every word is truth. You can just
2: tell he's that, like, yeah. You know that's that's the biggest. All those stories like that, I've never heard it. Two, two iguanas and an Indian. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're putting together a collection
0: of just little bitty one liners from all the coaches. That's definitely going to be. Well, awesome. I want
1: I, I want to say, and I, I told my son I wouldn't say this, but I'm going to say this. Love it. Uh, I think one of the one of the most incredible things I ever heard him say. We were ahead. We were head of uh, Hampshire. Uh, uh, It was the year we had to play day games and stuff. We were head of Hampshire like 42 to nothing to half. And Dan came in and he, you know, he was, uh, uh, he talked to the kids and everything. And and right before we went back out there, he said, you people have to understand. I'd rather have a sister in a whorehouse than a brother lives in Hampshire. I don't want to lose these people. And I, just, and I apologize to Hampshire folks, but, of course, it, I hate Hampshire. We hate Hampshire. It was mutual. Yeah. It was Coach, uh, are they
0: making up the stuff on you?
1: No, I just got pretty close. <laughs> well, you know, you talking about being ahead and getting on to you about offense. We were playing Lumberton one night. We were ahead 43-7, to 7, and there's like – three and a half minutes to go in the game. So we kind of backed the cornerbacks up. I didn't want to get beat deep. I didn't want to give them a cheap touchdown. So they threw the first out route for about six yards. Then they threw the next out route for about five yards. They're still 55 yards away from the goal. And he comes down there, and said, get him up closer. <laughs> They done completed two passes in a row. Get him up. I Coach, we're hit 43-7. He says, I don't care if they're not closer. and I'm firing you. I said, get back. <laughs> get, <laughs> get, get, get up and closer, Get in his face. Take the slant away. And, but he, he's just, you know, he he's a competitor. It's, it's interesting because you miss. seem so mild-mannered. <laughs> <laughs> this
5: guy's just, uh, he's just in your lying.
3: Cornell knows he – Cornell is probably the best <laughs> defensive coordinator. Trey is the best defensive coordinator in the state of Texas, and I used to get after him every once in a while. But, uh,
0: how, how, hey, how would you get after him? How does, what does that entail?
3: I'd just say move that linebacker over a little bit. And yeah. Maybe pick it back up coming out of the back. After here. a first down.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was oh, it wasn't just hey? just uh, Could you that's, please please close? You know he thought he said
0: please a couple times. Yeah, oh, he was, was real
4: nice with, about yeah. it. You <laughs> know, so I, to where I understood exactly what was going on. Said, it
0: wasn't that seventh day talk. Yeah, huh? one of
4: them same things. If you don't, huh? If you don't get them adjusted, you're fired. I said, I'm glad you explained it to me. I got it now. <laughs> that's
2: uh, what I've
0: been needing the whole time. I understand.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard Toby, uh, Mark, your son used to tell a story, and he when he played quarterback, I think here didn't he?
1: Yeah, he played you quarter when he was a freshman he played quarterback. Uh, he didn't he he was wide receiving cornerback.
2: Okay. Corner, corner. Corner, okay. Wide corner. And so he always told a story about Dan would get get wired up during the game and come down there and sometimes jump in the middle of the huddle and he'd hey when he'd run he'd call some play and he'd walk off and, and Toby kinda of look around and he said, "Hell, we ain't run that in two years. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Coach. Okay, enough of them bashing you. You got anything you want to throw on these guys? Because I mean, it, they're just—they're just going on about all you. I mean, let's let's get some paybacks on these oh, guys. These
3: guys are super. High. I'd get them uh, in various ways. You know, one time I we went to Jasper to a JV game.
0: Well, Coach comes <laughs> right here. He's already like all oh, hell. No, this no, is right
3: here, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a great story right here. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great story right here. And I hate Jasper. I mean, really, you can turn that off. And run <laughs> how bad? How bad do you hate it? <laughs> well, I didn't want to lose in the ninth grade game or eighth grade, seventh, whatever.
0: Why is that? Are they done something to you in the past? No, it's just Jasper. You know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: We were going to
3: win. What we That's coach. right.
0: Is <laughs> <Was> that <laughs> different from any other place? That was your mentality everywhere. Is there's a little extra something? No, there's about three
3: schools that I pinpointed.
0: Yeah, for a particular reason or just because
3: no, I just didn't like Jasper. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, we so we we were it was tight, 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 and right there at the end, uh, we should have punted the ball. Coach Bryant said, "You got no one to putt it. You can't be exotic and go it fourth down on the forty-yard line and stuff like that." Well, we did. Uh, uh, offensive line coach J.B. Beard talked me into, "Oh, coach, we can make a yard." Well, we didn't make an inch. I <laughs> think he took it and went out and scored. And I think they win the game. Yeah, they, no, they won it. They, they won they the own. game on, on on a play late. And God, I was just about sad myself. So we got in the car and come home. We. Uh, so one of the coaches said, Can we stop and get something to drink? I said, Hell no, you can't at the field out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let get and anything. How long a drive is that? That's about sixty-five miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, long you know, way. Don't think back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we were gonna have to we were gonna have to wait sixty-five miles before we could eat.
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: that, and and actually we had it was chicken that we had get, we would get before the game. A, a lot of chicken because they had a nice chicken place right outside of Jasper. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't get the chicken. Everybody got the chicken, but I didn't, I didn't know, know we <laughs> vetoed the bill. I
4: not even the yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can I
0: really
4: get some <laughs>
0: that, uh The
3: way I found that out was one of my coaches, Jerry Nichols' wife, was talking to my wife and said, it was Dan hungry when he got home last night? She said, "Well, he's always hungry." I said, "Well, you know, Jerry came in. He just he just went to the icebox. box. He was starving." He said, "I wouldn't let him get anything to eat." Oh, my wife jumped on me. What's wrong with you? Are you crazy? I said, "Probably."
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love I love watching these other coaches. The second he says three four words, these guys automatically know what the story is. Oh and, yeah, and and. and Coach Foreman, he's 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 giddy like a kid on Christmas, and he just knows that the good one's coming. And uh, I'm just gonna—I don't even—I I got to come up with a rap name for you because of that ring. I mean, uh, that was i something. don't think rap name that <laughs> <joke>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't believe <laughs> the champ. The champ's here, but like coach, uh, coach has got—he just—he just has that grin. He just gets that grin, like oh, I'm strap on my seatbelt, grab my popcorn. It's gonna be a good one. <laughs> no, I'm.
1: No, I, he, he talks about uh, he talks about people on the sideline having friends stuff on the sideline. When Dan was here, there was more people on our sideline. Matter of fact, I had a couple of people <laughs> say that they watched a couple of our games and he really and truly thought they saw Osama bin Laden on our sideline <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> Hell, there was a lady come roll.
4: I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there <laughs> trying to. It. Lady comes rolling with a baby in a stroller by I the bed. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm sitting there talking to the defense. I'm talking to defense on a pad, you know, trying to make an adjustment. And the cheerleader sponsoring is hot, and she's leaning over there watching the kids between the kids, and mascara was dripping off of her face on my pad. Bunch of things is happening. I said, Would you mind give us some, let my let my linebacker see what I'm talking about right here? Those are things that happened on
1: our sidelines. And he's talking about the lady with a baby carriage. I'm telling you, we're watching, he says that and we so I'm watching video the next the next uh Saturday morning. Yeah. we we'll are watching video. And I said, run that back. <laughs> what that is that? Yeah, what's that? And there's a lady with a baby carriage with a baby in it going down the sideline. The sideline pass wrapped around her neck. Oh, oh, it? what's going on, on here? <laughs> there's a woman with a baby sponsor Obama, gee, I don't know. <laughs> who a was that a yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I wish we knew who that was because that kid in the baby carriage. There's a good chance really? he wound up uh, there. Huh? may play might play
4: play <laughs> they they have been a,
0: a fake baby, and there was a camera in there trying to scout. Might have <laughs> yeah. yeah. so You might have already addressed this, and if so, I apologize. So you're currently the head coach here. I'm afraid so. I wouldn't be from tradition. Well, I mean, you have anybody to fire you, you know, every week, so it. It's got to be a little bit, you know, better. I'm hey, still here.
1: I know you got it. Where's the Thursday? Where's the Thursday paper? The Thursday pad with all the the, the oh. itinerary. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got it hey, from 1977. Yeah. yeah, The same one. Yeah, yeah. same schedule. Yeah, hey, you. Same, it's same. on a card. <laughs> schedule 1977. Hey, i carried it in my back pocket. Well, and probably got the same talking?
4: piece of plastic wrapped around it, but it's in my back pocket and. And I carry it with me every. Game. And I had it in my back pocket every game. I got a lot of tra-
2: tradition. So you're not talking about. I I thought you meant we're just maintaining the same. You're talking about the actual same piece of paper. Exactly. The exact same. That was pieces. a brown.
1: Why change? change?
0: You're talking <laughs> about the same workout paper from 1977. Exactly. Yeah. I don't
1: know if they cut. They cut out a uh one of those <laughs> little folder deals or yeah. what it what it was. But they wrote it on there in 1977, Steve. And he put it on there and that's what that was the routine for our Thursday walkthrough or our we don't never we never walk through nothing. <laughs> no, we're but, full of pads all the time. But uh <laughs> he's got he's got he's got the the same actual paper wow. that we had in nineteen seventy seven. He still uses it. Just wow. to
0: show how consistent that is. That no. was the year I was born.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's
0: amazing. Not to not that's not a jab.
4: That is kudos no, to I, holy
0: crap! You're I'm superstitious about
4: a lot of things. Uh huh. Somebody was asking me about the other day. You know what my superstitions yeah. were? Socks. Socks. i ever since I've been playing college ball and coaching, I put a new pair of socks on every game. Really? Yeah. And I put the <laughs> initial of the team that we're playing on there. You know. And then my wife and I, every Friday morning, we eat oh, oh, walk. We're, I'm
2: <laughs> a different, that's a different ghost
4: there. That's going to be our Hey, that's side. Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not that guy. That's no, I got my. I'm focused on something else. No, we eat the Waffle House We're down there. We've been doing it for a long, long time. Go see wow. Fire with the Waffle House. Even, then wow. we went, even when we went to a state championship game, my wife would find a Waffle House. In the Dallas Fort Worth Arlington area, and we get up at four four thirty. If I had to team up at seven to eat breakfast or something, that day we've already eaten breakfast there. And that's a superstition that I've always had And I don't shave on game day.
1: vicky and I go every Thursday night. Our date night is Thursday night, yeah. and we go to a waffle house. And when I was down here coaching with Toby, uh you know, she was up there and I was down here, so I'd go to the waffle house. Uh, over by the Holiday Inn over there off of Walden, and she'd go to the Waffle House here in hatchie and we'd Facetime each other. Oh, while that's we were cool. How good exactly. That's a, night, a good thing we need to start
0: a... doing is asking coaches if there's any superstitions. We need to make that a yeah, yeah, thing right yeah, there yeah, too. Always, that's a good.
4: We've always done that, you know.
2: Mark, I got it. it, it you talked about it earlier, but the Ed PivaTo story. <laughs> talking about schedules, Coach. I got it. Yeah. you're the you're the best teller that deal i gotta hear that people gotta hear that story the, i'm talking uh, about that week's yes oh, that okay. one right there
1: well we, we and, and i love ed ed Ed's, ed was uh, a motivator he was a strong motivator and uh he uh we we always had the this thursday up already. we had the thursday uh luncheon the head coaches in the area had, had luncheon on Thursday. Well, Dan invited me to go with him that day, and it was over on Highway 62 where uh, uh, the guy had, the guy that used to be at Bridge City, the quarterback, had a, uh, had a cafe over Langston. there. Langston. Langston yeah. Joe. And uh, so uh, we're eating, and Ed got his gumbo, and he was in the booth ne- right next to me. And a young guy that just started working, I don't remember it might have been KOGT or it might have been Orange Leader somewhere, and he sat down in the booth with Ed, and he said, uh, "He said, Coach, I need to come talk to you sometime, and and uh, I'd just like to, uh, you know, visit with you about your team." He said, "I I know I can't come uh, Thursday or Friday because you got games that day. What about Saturday?" Ed said, "Nope, I go watch Bradley Dale every Saturday, and you ain't coming." with me to see Bradley Dale. We gone on, on Saturday to see Bradley Dale. So he said, well, coach, what about Sundays?" Nope. Can't come on Sunday. I, my my staff works all day Sunday. We start early in the morning. And we go all the way sometimes from one to 2 o'clock in the night. He said, well, how about Monday? Nope, Monday night football. My staff and I, 15 minutes after practice over with, we we go and watch Monday night football together. He said, well, what about Tuesday night? Nope, we got Booster Club. Booster Club starts about 15 minutes after after practice over, we go sometime one, two o'clock in the morning. So I just left Wednesday night, and I wasn't really quite sure what Ed was fixing to say about Wednesday night. But the so guy said, "Well, how about Wednesday night?" And just as quick as he could, "Nope, sex." <laughs> and I, I'm sitting there thinking, "What did he just say? Nope." my wife and i have sex after practice on wednesday night and you're not coming after we have sex so the guy didn't know what to say he had no clue what to say and he said well i'll tell you what coach i'll just come find you sometime he said you do that son you just do that and he just kept eating his gumbo
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, anybody that's not familiar with the last name Pivato, we encourage you to go back into the archives because uh the one actually the episode before this that's coming that that we we had uh we had his son.
1: Bradley Dale Bradley Dale. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, that was a that was an amazing podcast as well. So obviously the coaching pool runs deep. Generations, you guys are talking about his dad, which which is you know yeah. just shows you know how steep in tradition and the the fraternity is, you know, here in
1: Texas. I'll tell you what though, in this field house, you don't bring any food or anything to drink into here unless you're willing to share it. And you don't have to be even willing to share it because on, on Sundays, we would, we would get pizza delivered here when we would work on Sundays. And, uh, and Coach Hooks wouldn't, wouldn't order a whole lot, but whenever it got there, he didn't mind coming around to your desk, taking your pizza, <laughs> yeah. or your wings, or yeah.
4: drinking your drink. I can't talk about that. I I do the same thing right now. <laughs> I get a piece of everybody. Go around here, look and see what I want, and the smartest I get me a piece out of there. It's legendary the stat the the
0: stories of of you getting on these these refs. I mean, that's what comes up all the time. And so games were obviously pretty intense. You know, you get get emotions running, obviously. You're getting fired uh, (laughs) (laughs) multiple times sometimes. What do you guys – was there anything that just helped to kind of – De- de-escalate, decompress? Did you ever guys play pranks on each other or or joke around with each
4: other? Any of that kind of fun talking stuff? About, talking about the sideline on Friday night? Not On any time, The thing with de-escalated, is the time run off the That's clock right. <laughs> <laughs> told, those four years <laughs> on there. That's what cured uh, that. You know?
0: As the clock is going down, so is the blood pressure, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, you're right, dude.
1: Yeah.
4: Like I say, I've been here 46 years and... Been fun. That's, that's awesome. What, that's I what I that's what I won't put on. I told my wife on my tombstone. When I go down, when I go down, you put down the bottom of my tombstone. It's been fun and people that uh, go through the graveyard say, Look <laughs> that's a crazy
1: old son. <laughs> I, had,
5: I had a miserable life. <laughs>
0: that's a great perspective. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a great perspective. Sure. To, well,
1: I told a guy the other day, I said, you know, uh I just I never went to work a day in my life. When I was coaching, I never went to work. I, I it wasn't work. It was phenomenal excitement and joy and, and, and happiness and, and unless somebody caught a pass on my cornerback yeah. got fired but. get him up
5: closer. Yeah. Get get him closer.
1: closer. <laughs> Moving forward. Always yeah.
0: coaching this one over yeah. here. Get yeah. close
1: to him. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Is that how it worked? He would fire you and so you you would uh, get back over there. Did you ever actually think you were fired like the first time if you first got hired and you and no. you start to pack up for twenty four hours, know, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> you know, when he fired me all those times. You know, I I, I I knew that the guy loved me, so I knew at least he'd help me get another job if he really meant it.
5: And so
1: I, I just, you know, but that 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 you know, that's who he was. And and you talked about a while ago uh, the perception of of a, a a coach's office or coach's lounge, and I remember the first game that my son, Toby, and Roy Locks were coaching together with us here. Now, they had played here, and so we were fixing to play our first game the first year they were here, and we were all in here together. And after we got finished that night, I was with Roy and, and, and Toby both, and we had gone to Wolfhouse, House, and we were sitting there talking, and, and they said, or told him to me, he said, Dad, me and Roy were talking. Did, did Is that the way y'all were before games? game, back, like when we were playing? Mm-hmm. I said, what are you talking about? He said, Dad, I'm telling you, everybody on that side of that window, on the other side of that door, we thought y'all were in there just gnashing your teeth and sharpening your nails, and y'all were just, you know. We had no idea that y'all were having fun yeah. behind those doors yeah. right there. And he said, to me, and then all of a sudden, when we walk out that door, I mean, y'all just y'all were just like we thought y'all were. But before that, and I, I I thought that was pretty interesting when he was talking about that wall. Absolutely, I know, right. you know, there there is a there there is a life, and then there's a living. And when we're in here, we're in life. When we walk out there, we're in the living. And, that's, and a great, uh, that's a great, that's a great thing. It was, it it mattered. That that mattered. That made a difference to them because they they actually said you can be a person. So You are yeah. A human.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You coached a bunch of good ones. All of you guys have some 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 NFL guys, some college guys, and I most mean, of those players.
3: guys are good kids too. Some of them are marginal. I mean. <laughs> you know.
2: Say yeah. that about your coaches too. Well, yeah, huh? Most yeah. of them are good well, guys. Yeah, but- to stay on. Yeah, we we talked know.
1: about parents and stuff a while ago. When I was when I first got here, I, I coached ninth grade, oh, and I had uh, I had uh, <laughs> my ninth grade group, and we were uh, practicing one day, and uh, all of a sudden, my quarterback Lawrence Harden. Uh, <laughs> He was in the huddle, and and he backs out of the huddle and starts taking his shoulder pads and helmet off and everything. And I said, what are you doing, son? He said, uh, I'm tired, Coach. I'm just tired. And I said, well, I decide when you're tired, get back in this huddle, and we're going to finish practice. He said, Coach, I'm just tired. I, I, I think I'm going to rest a little bit. I said, well, I'll tell you what, big guy. You got a choice. You can either get that jersey back on and then helmet back on and get back in the huddle, or you can go in. So he just grabbed his stuff. He went in. So we just went on practice, and he was gone. And so I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, there's this really big lady comes walking down the yard, <laughs> and Keith Jackson was my fullback. And I looked at Keith and I said, who is this? He said, oh, that's Lawrence's mom. Rose. I went, oh. Rose. Rose. <laughs> and I went, Second-hand Rose, Rose. Rose. i tell you what you
0: Second-hand Rose, you said? Boy, he would turn. Can we the... get that closer to you so we can hear hey, Second hand Rose
1: yeah. Second hand row showed up. Yeah, second hand Rose was coming down out there, and I didn't want to get my butt whipped by this mama coming down there because she was, she was a good sized lady. So I I I told John Lambert to take over and I walked down there and I met her and I said, uh, uh can I help you, ma'am? She said, I am uh Lawrence Harden's mama. I said, Coach, what 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 took place here? Well, I told her what, what happened. She said, Coach, where's Lawrence? I said, Well, he's in the dressing room, ma'am. She said Will you come with me? And I said, Yes, ma'am. I danger wasn't gonna tell her no. So we walk in the field house and she, you know, goes in the dressing room. She gets a lawrence. She brought brought him back in there. She said, Now lawrence. This is what Coach Foreman said happened. And she told him what I said. Is that what happened? He said, Yes, ma'am. She said, Coach, you got a paddle. <laughs> I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, Can I use it? And I said, Sure can. So I grabbed that paddle, I handed it to her, and I'm not lying, she beat the dick in. <laughs> she she wasn't whooping him. She was whooping him. He moved that an education on. Huh? Hey, she just and so she turned to me, she said, now Lawrence is gonna apologize to you. If he apologizes, and I'm gonna promise he'll never do it again, can he come back out there and practice? I said, ma'am, he's gonna have to do a whole lot of running. He's gonna have to do a whole lot of making up. And she said, Oh, he'll do every bit of it. And she said, can you come back? I said, yes, ma'am, he can come back. So she goes in there and I said, uh, I appreciate it, ma'am. She said, well, I'm going to tell you this right now. And I told her, I said, I, I this is fantastic, you know, if you come down and help me like this. She said, well, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm for y'all. And she said, If you ever have another problem out of Lawrence Hard, you give me a call, Rose Hard. And I said, Ma'am, if I have any problems with those kids out there, can I give you a call? <laughs> exactly. And she said, No, but if you call their mamas, they'll do the same thing. And I wow. knew right then that we was in a really special place. place. Yeah. And we that's because that is definitely that not the norm it's these yeah. days, right? Uh, uh, now
0: can we before we go any further, is it is it can we can we maybe kind of to explain why the it was the term secondhand
3: Rose? Oh, I just came to my mind. Hey, he's got more sayings you can imagine. Yeah, I, no, wish he I would love just, it. I, I wish he would just start rose going is down all, the list He just said secondhand Rose. I
0: miss
4: said, Rose is all we heard, ever heard <laughs> of <before>. a She, she <laughs> ruled. Secondhand. She ruled. Yeah.
2: Oh, shoot. What's some of the one-liners uh, that come to mind? I know there's a million of them.
1: I don't know. I had some many of them. Oh. <laughs> one of the best. One of the best things I ever heard Coach Hook say, and I it just cracked me up. He's he was talking about a kid that was, you know, he was a good sized kid, but he's kind of slow. He said that guy right there is, is stronger than Mary's breath, but he can't run out of sight in three weeks.
4: Barry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to tell the story that first day you was here with a whistle?
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah well, Let's go. Let me set the stage for you. <laughs> If you were to go at midfield and said, okay, everybody that wants to play defense, get on that side of the fifty, on the offense, get on that side. The only one on the offense is going to be the quarterback. <laughs> everybody else wants to be on that defense. Okay? Everybody. Now some of them know they can't fit over there, but they all if they could, they would be one of the first eleven. Uh so we're we're out there practicing. And already the, giggling the over first here. pad day. First pad day. So it's a Friday. And uh, you know, I don't know, I've never coached you. So you know, practice going good. So we run the pitch sweep. Go JV football team over there, and they run the pitch sweep over right there. And them strong safety hits it, stands the old guy up, and here comes everybody running over there. And they are killing this poor tail line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, I blow the whistle. And and I'm standing there, and you're to have to be my guy. T's standing and he goes, I'm the only one who blows the whistle around here. <laughs> oh, yeah, he wanted that 11th one to hit him. Hell, I put my whistle in my shirt, and I never blew it again for four years. Yeah. Never went <laughs> for four years. I, I thought you were going to kill the poor guy. That's probably why nobody wanted to be on offense. That's, That's right. right. No, that, it was, no, there was such Johnson pride. you got the whistle, I ain't yeah. going to be on offense yeah. to control was, the game. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, one of my memories here, y'all remember Port Natchez Grove, Dustin Long's playing. They, the tickets are sold out Monday morning. I mean, it's sold out.
0: For anybody that doesn't know Port H's Grove, that is a special environment. Yeah. West stadium. I
5: think we were both 8-0 at the time. Used to be. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and at the
4: time of the story,
0: yeah. right?
5: Both are 8-0. Both are state ranked. They're coming here. Every seat's <laughs> sold Monday morning. The
0: reservation. There's
5: lines out here, people in lawn chairs, waiting to get your tickets. There's tailgating. So, I mean, they're upset they can't get more tickets. Coach told said, hey, get $4, let them in. <laughs> So we literally <laughs> – I'm not kidding. Let them stand so, up. So they, they roped the field up. Yeah, they, had, right. they had a rope on it's like the 20-yard line where you can run the 20 on the track all the way around. Mm-hmm. Ran, up, just, I can't it's even, full. Oh, you can't I'm imagine. Sure, it's 17 sorry. nothing. We've got the greatest defense in the country at that time. And we come in halftime, what are we going to do offensively? So we're not going to turn it over. We'll punt the damn thing. We're not going to give them a chance. Well, all of a sudden, they're, they're sitting there and they're just bringing pressure, and we can't make a first down. I'm telling you, we can't make a first down. But Dustin Long goes to AM's quarterback. Mm-hmm. Got two twin receivers, really good players. And all of a sudden, they start coming back and coming back. And I think it gets to 17, 14. And they're driving, and, and I can't remember his name. Muscle. Call him Muscle. Uh, uh, front, defensive back. Makes a tackle. Jermaine your main hope. That's right. Makes a tackle. Number seven. That's right. Mm-hmm. Makes a tackle. Won't get off the guy. Clock expires. We win. Now y'all, there's there's the stadium holds what eighty five hundred. Yes, holds eighty five hundred. There's another five thousand standing around the deal. Now during the game, now you understand, I, coaches
0: thirteen thousand people co- at a football. Oh, game. at least,
5: at least, and, and I am, I am calling plays, and I told you we we didn't make any first down the second half. So I've got one already chewing on me. I, God, <laughs> I look up, I'm looking at this place, I'm trying to figure a play. And I've got – I can't remember the safety's name, but his uncle, they've crossed the rope. The rope ain't holding back back anymore. We've got fans on the sideline next to me. The guy's over there giving me some advice. Michael, oh, I'm oh, going Yeah, I told you. You, you did the back. You're at huh? <laughs> They're telling you yeah, what oh, yeah. you should the fans from the stands are just standing next to you now. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. God. Hey, well, we win the ball game. And, you know, they've got the the song, uh, whatever Cherokee. Cherokee. Cher- 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 and uh, look up. And coach, <laughs> coach is leading their band, and Cherokee <laughs>
2: We got a tour coming up soon. We do. I'm hoping we hadn't run past our time. We still get a little bit of a tour around here to take yeah. a look at the new yeah. stuff. Hey, hey, yeah,
0: are you yeah. building an indoor facility? Is that what that is? That's
2: what I'm fixing to show you.
0: Oh, let's go get on this tour. Uh, coaches, thank you guys for being here. Please make us a promise that we'll do this again sometime because. Oh,
4: absolutely. Hey, this is great. You know, I'll start trying to write down some of the stories that we didn't get across, but, uh, yeah,
0: well guys, thank you for, for, for doing this with us. And uh, I was honored to be a part of it. No, thank and, you. Uh,
5: if y'all, if you can talk to these two guys anytime you can, you better get a mic in front of them. I'm, I'm well, all all thank you. Thanks for being a part of it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And
0: guys, uh, until next time, we're going to go ahead and officially close the doors on the lounge and we'll, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.
4: Thank you very much for having me. Thank you thank guys.
0: You. If you enjoyed this episode, there is so much more leadership and wisdom we could have included here, but we had to edit it down. If you would like to hear the full two-hour uncut version of this session, become a patron to the show and you'll receive all the bonus audio along with the other episodes.